If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I am happy that you tuned in. Today's special show, Rent versus Owning, the pros and cons. Yeah, and in studio is the premier realtor from Baird & Warner. Yeah, that's Mark McKenna. Also, Seven Reasons to Own a Home. Oh, I love it. By the premier mortgage loan consultant himself from the Loan Depot. Yeah, that's Pat Canone. Also, the housing market forecast, what's ahead of us for the rest of 2021? Well, in studio is the real estate expert herself from App Properties North Shore. Yeah, that's Paula Avenham. Also, uh, you're, you're, you're going FHA for your mortgage and your purchase. Uh, do you think then that there is an FHA inspector that's going to come out and call for a lot of repairs? Well, me, Randy Barcella, I will go over all of the myths versus reality here. Yes, we do have a packed house with a lot of valuable information this morning. Get a paper and pencil ready. And don't forget, we're live. If you want to call in, say hello, um, 312-642-5600. Yeah, 312-642-5600. Uh, Gene Dobre, good morning to our Polish realtor, Mark McKenna. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Gene Dobre, action mas, Randy, Pat, How Paula. you doing? Yeah, How are you guys? That means good. That's right. What's yeah. going so on? Let's talk about, you know, renting versus owning. Love uh, it. What are the pros? What are the cons? You know, uh I have people reaching out to me. They're renting at this moment. They're, they want to make sure that it's the right decision for them going forward with the purchase of the home. So let's start with the rent, you know, with the, with the pros. There's, there's, there's few of those, uh, but it's a short list. First of all, uh, it takes a lot less money to get in, into a rental property. I mean, uh, renting, you know, you usually just got to put up a first uh, uh, rent, uh, monthly uh, first rent uh, and the uh, security deposit. And pretty much you're done. As long as, you know, depends on the landlord, they might rent your uh, credit check, uh, uh, probably verify your employment, but you do not have to put out a lot out of your pocket to get into uh, renting. Uh, another thing is, which is great for renters, you know, if you're not handy, you don't own it, you don't do any maintenance. You know, it's a nice thing. You know, if something breaks down, the toilet breaks down, uh, the lights goes out, uh, you call the landlord uh, and they will come in and fix it. There is no money out of your pocket. And uh, depends on the market. Most of the time, you can probably get into a rental property for a little bit less than the mortgage, you know, including all the taxes and uh, other fees. Uh, so, there, so those are about the only pros that I see, you know, when you're renting a property. Oh, I forgot one more. Uh, you are not tied up in a long-term, uh, you know, commitment. You can probably move on and uh, go if you need to leave early. You change your uh, jobs. You got to move. Uh, lots of uh, rentals are good month-to-month leases, or the, the, the worst, usually you sign a one-year lease and you're done. Uh, so let's go into cons. The one thing about rents, you know, they will always go up. You actually are paying somebody else's mortgage. You know, you think you're not, but you are paying your landlord's mortgage. And you know what? Uh, their fees, their upkeep comes up every year, and usually they will reflect it in your monthly rents every You know what? Year. In the last 10 years after the uh, crash of 2008, 9, 10, 11, even into 12, the rental market really boomed. And I saw rents going from 1600 a month up to $2,600 a month. They kept going up every year. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, it's still happening in, the, in today's market. You know, with the shortage of, or, of inventory, uh, 
people are in need of renting and landlords are taking advantage of it. But, you know, you do what you got to do. Uh, so the rents will always keep rising no matter what. Another thing is, you know, you're spending the money for someone else. You are not building any wealth for yourself. There is no equity being built up in your rental. Uh, when you're done with leasing, you pack up, you move, you spend tons of money on rent, and you got nothing to show. Uh, also, there is no tax benefits. Uh, you can't write off a rent. Uh, so, you know, uh, at the end, you know, when you do your taxes, you might not get any, any benefits for that. Uh, another thing, you have to deal with a lot more... Uh, Rules and regulations. You know, you you go into a rental property, you probably cannot remodel it to your own liking. You know, you have a hard time painting your own colors. And if you do, you probably have to repaint it after you move out or you're going to lose your security deposit. You know, you have to deal with the landlord. Uh, They might have restrictions as far as pets and other things. Uh, So, yeah, you are a lot more restricted than being in your own home. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. And this is Mark McKenna, the premier realtor from Barrett & Warner, and he's talking about the pros and cons, renting versus buying. Yes, yes. And there's one more thing that I want to say. You know, people say, oh, when you buy a home, you're locked in for 30 years, you know, you got to pay your mortgage. Guess what? When you're renting, your payments never stop, Okay. 30 years seems like a long, long time when you pay a mortgage, but a lifetime renting, it costs you a lot more. Uh, so those are the pros and cons as far as renting. The and properties. if you're in a house for, let's say, 15, 20 years, and let's say you bought the house for 300000 you put 20000 down, 15, 20 years later, you might have 100000 equity in the house. That's exactly my point. Uh, you know, you build your equity plus because you're paying down your loan, on top of that, over a long term, usually uh, real estate appreciate a lot, you know, 2 3 4% yearly. So just like you said, you know, 15, 20 years from now, you actually sell the house and you might have a nice chunk of cash coming, you know, to your bank account. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about the pros of buying a home. Uh, you get a mortgage, 15, 30 years, your rate is going to be the same and your monthly payment is going to be the same. You do not have to worry about the rents going up. Uh, yes, you have to deal with taxes. You have to deal with home insurance. You know, those rates uh, will come up a little bit here and there every year. So this might change your uh, payment, but basic mortgage payment will always stay the same. You don't have to worry about raising it. Uh, another good thing, end of the year comes, uh, many of the uh, tax deductions are available for you. Uh, you can write off uh, most of the interest. Uh, so that also, you know, help you with saving saving money. No rules, no rules in your home. In your home, you want to rebuild it, uh, redo it, repaint it. You want to have a uh, two big dogs in there. I don't know. No. I think the wife makes all the rules. Happy <laughs> wife, happy life. I, I think you got that right. Uh, but other than you know, living in the HOA uh, facility, like if you buy a townhome, townhome or a condo, uh, there is very few few restrictions when you live in your own home. Uh, and at the end, you know, uh, like I said, you know, you pay off after 30 years, your mortgage, you're done. There is no more, no more to pay. Uh, there are a few cons. I know we only have a one minute left, Randy, but there's a few cons of owning a home. Uh, usually maintenance costs and taxes. You know, those are things that you're not really paying when you're renting. So you have to figure this out in your budget. Yeah, maybe every 18 to 20 years, new furnace. Maybe every 12 years, a new hot water tank. Maybe a furnace. Maybe the roof in 20 years. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's maybe a little bigger expense, but, you know, if it happens every 10, 15 years, it's, uh, it's not that bad. And so, Mark McKenna, how can somebody get a hold of you for your expert advice about the pros and cons of renting? 
You know and I know you're working this morning, Sunday. <laughs> I, I am working. I got a full day, yes. But the best way to reach me is just call me directly on my cell phone, 847-790-6749. And again, it's 847-790-6749. Uh, and you can also go to our website here, realestatereveal.com. You see my information there as well. Thank you. Don't you speak Polish? Oh, I speak Polish, 100%. Mówię po polsku. That's for all my Polish listeners. Nice. Thank you, Mark McKean of Baron Warner. Wow. Um, and speaking of great information here, this is along the same topic. Seven reasons to own a home. Well, we've got in studio the premier mortgage loan consultant from the Loan Depot. Yeah, that's Pat Canone. Good morning, Pat. Uh, good morning again, Randy. Uh, well, last weekend was one of the busiest for home buyers this past year. Offers being made, offers accepted, and yes, rates are still near historical lows. This market, as Mark has attested to, uh, is hot, hot, hot. Uh, so we need to get the strategies, the strategies that will place you at the front of the line because there are so many benefits, as Mark indicated, to owning a home. So one of the keys right now, as Mark has alluded to as well with the limited inventory, is should you offer above list? Well, I don't think you should miss out on this opportunity. According to the Wall Street Journal, we're seeing that half of the homes, and I don't know if you're seeing this as well, Mark, are selling over asking price. So here's what we need to do to decide what to bid. Um, as we all know, home prices are always negotiable. Usually that's meant pushing sellers below their asking price. But lately, uh, we've been marked by record low supply of homes, according to the Wall Street Journal, and the opposite's been happening. Consider this. Half of the U.S. homes sold in America are selling over list during the previous four-week period ending May 16th, according to Redfin. That marks a record high since people have been taking keeping records. In fact, 50% of the homes sold more than lists shows that how intense and how unshakable this market competition is. So we're starting to get some clarity in the post-pandemic life is going to look like, and folks are looking to try to find the right mix of the type of home that they want to live in and this is one of the reasons why we're starting to see a bidding war. You know what, Pat? We're coming up to a quick break, and I don't want to rush you at all. This is Pat Canone, the mortgage loan expert from the Loan Depot, going over the top reasons to own a home right now. Uh, you're listening to the Real Estate Reveal Radio Show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit, because without you, we are not here week after month after year. And don't forget, we're live if you want to call in, 312-642-5600. Yeah, 312-642-5600. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. And it's always so good to be with you every Sunday morning. Happy, beautiful Sunday morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And uh, if you missed any part of the first part of the show now, just get out to Facebook. I have videos of everybody in the studio. Yeah, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. And the website for the show, if you want to read about everybody's biography and testimonies and get their email addresses and their cell phones, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. And I also have the last two years' worth of shows on podcasts there. Wow. Moving right along, right before the break, uh, Pat Canone, he's the mortgage loan consultant from Loan Depot, and he was going over the top reasons to own a home right now, and just incredible information. Pat Canone. Thanks again, Randy. So one of the key reasons to own a home, and that's what the pandemic has taught us, is space. Consumers are looking for more space, um, uh, more livable space, as well as office space for um, uh, each of the individuals that are going to be working in the home, uh, from home. 
And this has contributed to an increase in bidding wars, as I was indicating, because of the limited inventory that's out there. Well, speaking of space, I saw a lot of people living leaving downtown Chicago to get out in the suburbs where they have a large lot and a larger home. Exactly. And they so didn't they, want to be around the crowds So the, uh, with the pandemic. Space and schooling are two of the keys that folks are taking a look at. So what we're finding is that if a house is fresh on the market and you want to get it, you do need to be aggressive. Wouldn't you have to agree, Paul, in some of the areas that we're looking at? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to talk about that too, but yeah. get your pre-approval yes. in advance. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll harp on that later. And that, <laughs> and that, that often means offering above asking price for what we're seeing right now. So here's how to decide if you should offer a homes over a home's list price if one of the key reasons that you want to move is being hit. What price home can I afford? Well, that question is a no-brainer. It's crucial to ask yourself that question. And I always ask the consumer, the first question before I ask price ranges, what is the maximum that you can comfortably afford on a monthly basis? Because what I can approve you up to may not be what you're comfortable with. If you stretch yourself too thin, you may fall behind on your mortgage payments. And the last thing that I want on my conscience is to place you at risk of a foreclosure. So as Paula indicated at the, from the get-go, get pre-approved. Um, we have home affordability calculators and all sorts of things that can help you make that decision the right decision for you so that when you find that perfect home, you can go in there and move forward quickly. The other key in this particular marketplace, and I'm sure Paula has seen this, is are there cash offers on the table? So if you found that perfect home that meets all of the criteria that you'd like for a home for yourself and your family, that American dream, those home buyers that are making an all-cash offer nearly quadruple their chances of, of winning a bidding war. So what can you do? Well, uh, basically what you can do is um, bid a little bit above list. If your objective is to live in that home a long period of time, going several percentage points above list may put you in that position to win that particular bid. Mind you, a cash buyer will knock out a mortgage buyer almost every time. However, if you're offering higher than list and that cash buyer is not, the seller at least will entertain that thought with you and might ask for a little bit more diligence as far as verifying assets, but they may and do entertain those thoughts. The other thing is contingencies. What is a contingency? Basically, uh, consumers offer contingencies on home inspections, home appraisals, financing contingencies. The more contingencies that you can waive or make as minimal, the higher your chances of winning that offer. So, you know, in today's world, in certain areas, and I was talking to Mark earlier, certain areas are not going above list, but others in the western suburbs are, you may have to waive that appraisal contingency. What does that mean? So basically, if the property comes in less than the purchase price that you've agreed to, you'll make up that difference. And that's happening a lot, I've seen, on appraisals. Yeah, I have a property that where we, we had them, we signed the The, the house listed waiver. for three ninety nine. it sold for four forty. the highest comp was three hundred. There's no way an appraiser can hit the 440 sales price, so either so then the seller has to come up with that 40,000. Exactly. If they have it, if they have it. So that's that's one of the keys and you know, uh, I'll get calls from listing agents if and I have had a couple customers recently waive their uh, appraisal contingencies, do they have the money to make up the difference? So if they're putting 20% down, we may have to put less down to make up that difference. Yeah. Another thing that some buyers are doing which I highly this, um, I, I highly suggest not to do so, skipping home inspections. Wouldn't you agree, Paula? I think that's yeah, foolhardy. Don't, don't skip the home inspection. I mean, even if you, it's going to be as is exactly. or something, just still have it done for your own peace of mind okay. and understanding. Absolutely. Because yeah. even if it is as is, as Paula indicated, 
at least you'll know going in what you've um, uh, what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, I've had people say, Randy, I, it's such a great deal, and we're buying a hundred thousand under market. It was a foreclosure, blah 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 blah. And I said, I said to this couple, no, get a home inspection. But no, we we don't have time for that. We got to get it. We we won the bid. I says no. I said three times. They finally gave in and did it. Yeah. They walked away from it because the home inspector said it needs a hundred thousand worth of repairs. It, it, it sat vacant for two years, and all of the ductwork in the house and the attic had mold. You'll get sick on that. No, exactly, exactly. So at, at minimum, you need to know what you're getting yourself into, even if you're purchasing an as-is property. So again, if your home has ticked off all of the seven key elements that you'd like in a particular home, how would you feel if you lost this house? Um, so you're bidding on your dream home. You're offering above list price. You've got to be ready. Uh, so you know, recently I had one of my buyers who purchased a home, um, a nice young couple with two children. Uh, they walked into this house, and you know, Paula, you've seen this happen over and over again. They knew instantly, this is the home for us. And so they ended up offering $10,000 above list, and which was the uh, highest offer. What's the caveat? You still have to be realistic about how much home you can you comfortably can afford. afford. Yeah. You don't want to bid so high that you get, um, you get the house become house poor. Again, I'm a little bit older, and so I do go... Uh, and suggest to folks that, you know, you've got to take a step back. You want to make sure that you are still living your life, that you have enough money to raise your children, all of the various uh, activities that that entails, go on nice vacations, and now that the economy is opening up, going out to eat on occasion. You don't want to just live for your home. Hey, Pat and you've got a lot of great advice here about the seven reasons to own a home. How can somebody get a hold of this checklist from you? Yes, for a full copy of this list, please reach out to me. I'm available today after the show, 630-965-8138. Slower on the phone number? 630-965-8138. I'm always on the web at patcanone.com, that's C-A-N-N-O-N-E, or you can reach me on the Real Estate Revealed website as well. Pat Canone, mortgage loan expert. Um, and also, I've got videos of everybody in the studio. So get to fa- uh, Facebook, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. Um, and uh, don't forget, we're live. If you want to call in and say hello, tell a good joke, uh, 312-642-5600. Yeah, 312-642-5600. Uh, and speaking of great information again, I love this one. What's the housing market forecast for the rest of uh, 2021? Well, we've got the... Car, uh, the soothsayer herself with the crystal ball, the real estate expert from At Properties North Shore. Yeah, Paula Avenham. Good morning, Paula. Good morning. Um, and Pat, just to kind of uh, spin off what you were um, talking about with the products and seeing if um, buyers qualify and making sure that it's um, it's a good fit for them or they'll be able to afford it long term. So it's going to kind of that trickle that's trickling into what I'm going to be talking about where we're headed in 2021 because some people are scratching their heads and saying, are we going to head back to the Great Recession of 2007? And my answer is no, we are not. And a big part of that is because of the lending product in the process. They're still having people put a down payment down, not no money down. They're overpaying for a house, but they're still having to put the down payment and be qualified. And the lenders (laughs) now are doing their jobs. They're not qualifying people who shouldn't be buying a home for the long term. We're back. So you as the home buyer and now homeowner, you may have paid 30, 40,000 too much, but that liability is on your 
on you if the house did decline, if there was some sort of a little crash. Exactly. We're not looking at like, you know, these adjustable rates that are, they can afford it for three years and then after that. Paula, I've always been thought this way. If this is where you want to live, bid. Yeah. Pay there. I'm at a place now, I bought new construction 26 years ago. I'm Mm -hmm. not leaving. I got a house with 300 feet in my backyard to the lake and woods. It's eight acres. I'm not leaving. So I didn't mind if I had to overbid for the house. That's yeah. where I want to live. Yeah. And my quality of life is better. Right. And so, <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's a very different market that we're in um, today than we were or what led us to the great recession of 2007. So that's kind of been, the, that's why I wanted to talk about this today um, is, you know, is the housing market going to crash in 2021? And the answer, long and short, is no, it's not. I agree. Yeah. And so the housing market, everyone can agree that the um, the housing market is red hot right now. Um, and that, you know, um, real estate uh, prices uh, are skyrocketing across the country. You know what, Paula? I don't want to rush you at all. You have some <laughs> great information here about what's going ahead in 2021 in the real estate market. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. here on AM 560 The Answer. When was the last time you got to our website? Realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. I'm Randy Barcella, your shows, and we come back more of Paula Ebenham. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. I like it like that, but I can't sing it all, so don't change your dial. I'm Randy Barcella, but I can dance salsa. Randy Barcella, I'm your show host, and you're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show here on AM560. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. i got to thank you all again so much for making us your Sunday habit, because without you, we are not here week after month after year. And I understand now we are one of the longest-running weekend radio shows for real estate and mortgages uh, 15 years now. It's amazing. Uh, and right before the break, we were talking with the, one of the top real estate experts from At Property North Shore, Paula Avenham. And she was talking about the housing market forecast for the ahead for 2021. Hey, Good guys. Morning. So as I was saying, it's hardly a hey, secret. Don't forget, we're live. It's- 312-642-5600. If you want to talk to Paula, 312-642-5600. Hey, so as I was saying, it's, um, it's hardly a secret that the real estate prices across the country have been skyrocketing. Um, uh, real estate brokerage uh, data shows that the median home prices are up 20%. Um, at the same time, many of these properties are under contract for purchase within a mere one to two weeks of hitting the market, such as what Pat and I were talking about. You know, get that pre-approval because you you see that house you like, you want to you want to submit an offer, and you want you need that pre-approval with that offer. Um, so for prospects for prospective buyers um, to offer ten or even twenty percent over ask price is more common than not these days. In fact, reports show that 40, 46% of the homes sold for more than their list price to date. Um, so if that's not as if that's not enough, buyers are even paying cash for home. Yep, that's right, cash. <laughs> so there's a lot of factors um, that are coming about to sh- you know to support my reasoning why that the we are not we are not headed for a crash um, that that we were in 2007. Um, and there's some reasons why. And um, so, first of all, the, re- the reason why we are here today is for, there's a couple of reasons, but one of them is lack of inventory. So one of the biggest 
um, contributing factors to the current red hot, hot market and sky high prices is the upload this uptick of inventory. Um, there is an explanation that you'll hear from an expert from me, <laughs> um, and the reason why that shortage is caused by a few factors, including owners not wanting strangers or potential buyers, you know, going through their homes because of the pandemic. So that's been a common, you know, everybody knows that. The second issue is the pace of new construction, which has been slower than normal. So years of sluggish new construction in the United States has finally caught up, and many builders uh, went under during the Great Depression are now back, on, you know, back, back in business. So not enough people are listing their homes for sale, and so the new construction isn't keeping pace with the demand. So, you know, there's been this issue with getting uh, cabinets and wood and there's just and decks been, and fences. Yeah, there's a there's a big delay. So um, America built fewer homes in the 2010s compared to and any you're paying decade. more for new construction. The builders yeah, say oh my next God. to twenty five thousand because the price of wood went up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been causing um, big delays. Um, so basically, in other words, one of the primary drivers behind the current overheated housing market is a very different than what set the stage for the 2007 crash. Um, another, one of the other reasons um, for this is that there are historic low interest rates. So historic low interest rates are also contributing to the current conditions, encouraging a steady stream of buyers to enter the market. I mean, you probably see a big uptick, right? More buyers you. now than before. Yeah, yeah. And the Federal Reserve repeatedly lowered interest rates amid the ec- economic turndown caused by COVID, um, and it doesn't appear that those rock-bottom rates will disappear anytime soon. Can you speak to that? Exactly, Pat? Paula. We're seeing that uh, that same uh, indication right now. Interest rates actually have, uh, first, we're, peaking, we're spiking a little bit with inflation numbers, but actually this past week, despite inflation numbers coming in at their worst levels uh, in quite a few years, uh, we actually saw a downtick in interest rates. So yeah. we're seeing rates again in the twos for 30-year fixed for some consumers. Right. So, again, uh, you know, one of the main reasons of why we won't, we're not going to be in that same predicament of, 2000, of the 2007 crash is because people are getting rates um, and they're locked in rates for 30 years, exactly. not these short-term three- to five-year arms. Um, you're, I see that lenders definitely have tighter guidelines, of course, than they did back then. I mean, I love working with the lenders when they're, you know, asking for certain documents from the from the from their buyers that it means that you're doing your job, which is you know important, right? So the third um, uh, reason is that millennium buyers are entering the market. So we have these buyers, um, which is uh, playing a big role in the market conditions, according to a seller's report. The median age of first time um, buyer home buyers is now 33, which is coincidentally also the average age that millennials are turning this year. Millennial buyer um, home buyings are, have already significantly impacted the market. Um, and then the other part of that is that um, the lending practices are tightened. So, okay, so that's part of with the, with the millennials, so the first-time home hey, buyers. Paula, exactly. how can somebody get your checklist about this? Because this is really good information. Yeah, and really it good is guide. great information. I would love to go over this with any any uh, buyer, anybody that has questions about the market, so please call me at 773-988-7341. One more time, Paula, your phone number? 773-988-7341. And we're working today, Sunday, right after the show, everybody. This is a live show. 
And uh, wow, great information. We come back. Does FHA call for repairs? I'll, I'll dispel those myths versus reality. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual to have fun. And it's not unusual for us to have a blast with our audience every Sunday morning. I'm excited. We're having a great show. Thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And this is the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Have you been out to the website yet? Realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. We have photos, videos, testimonies, biographies. Wow, a lot of great information. And uh, speaking of great information, um, you're going FHA for a mortgage. Uh, do you think that there is going to now be an FHA inspector that's going out to come out to your place and call for a lot of repairs? Um, I go to homebuyer seminars I do. I go to real estate office, realtor seminars, uh, loan officer seminars. I said, hey, how, does, how many of you think that if you go FHA, there's an FHA inspector that comes out and they're going to call for a bunch of repairs? Everybody throws their hands up. It's urban myth, everybody. 25 years ago, HUD FHA from the Home Ownership Center in Atlanta came to Chicago. It was actually uh, at the Sheraton in Lyle. And they said, we are no longer in the calling for repair business. This is 24 years ago. Um, if your house complies with local building and zoning codes and there's no health or safety concerns, it's okay with us. You see, prior to 25 years ago, there was a VC sheet, valuation condition checklist, where you, you know, they had checklist of repairs, uh, et cetera. But they're not, as of 24 years ago, maybe 25 now, FHA does not call for repairs. And there is no FHA inspector. The FHA, VA, and conventional appraisal go on the same form, and they're all the same rules. The house has to be in at least average condition, livable, safe, sound, and sanitary, and no health and safety concerns. I get people tell me all the time, the realtors, hey, Randy, wait, you're the FHA inspector. We better wait. What do you got to do? Well, we got to get ready for you. I said, what are you going to do? Um, well, we got to put carbon monoxide alarms and smoke alarms on each level. I said, no, that's a state of Illinois law. And if an appraiser who's FHA or VA calls for those uh, smoke alarms and carbon monoxide alarms, we're getting removed from the fee panel because now we're putting on a hat, which is legally, we're we're being an enforcement of city and state laws as an appraiser. And we we can't take that liability if the smoke and carbon monoxide alarm does not work. It's not in the FHA manual, HUD guideline 4000.1. It never was. I said, what's the other things? Well, you know, GFCI outlets, kitchen and bathroom. I said, no, FHA does not call for that. There's nothing in the manual, FHA 4000.1 HUD guidelines, that says we have to do it. It's a, it's a, it's a, the home inspector says that it's a rule and for zoning in your city or town that you have to have it, so do it. And, you know, be on the safe side anyways. Go buy the carbon monoxide and smoke alarms for your family. It's only 15 bucks each. The GFCI outlets, I think, are only... 15 bucks each and have somebody put them in, but that's not an FHA rule. And you know, Randy, the fascia and soffit have to be a certain length and over the house. No, that's not an FHA guideline. Um, and well, what about um, storms and windows and screens on everything? I said, no. I said, here's where an appraiser is going to call for something, whether it's FHA, VA, or conventional. I walk up to the house, the shingles on the roof are curling. And some are starting to fall off. And I go to the second floor. The ceiling tiles are brown and yellow. It looks like a leaking roof to me. There's water, in the founda- there's water in the basement and horizontal cracks in the foundation walls. Yeah, that's pretty unhealthy and unsafe. There's no furnace. There's no hot water tank. Yeah, you have to have that in there. Um, I had somebody say to me uh, after they moved into the house, it was a beautiful townhouse in the suburb. 
a month and a half later, Randy Barcella, yeah, I got a bone to pick with you. I said, what? She goes, you were the FHA inspector, and there's the Whirlpool, certain jets weren't working, and the outlet that turns them on wasn't working properly. I said, did you get a home inspection before you went to buy it? No, I went FHA, and I'm protected by the FHA, and uh, you're the FHA inspector, and you were supposed to catch that. I said, no, there is no FHA inspector. And it says on the disclosure forms with FHA that just because you have an FHA appraisal, there's no guarantee that the house is free from any defects at all. We're simply, uh, appraiser just walks around with a very general look around and we don't move anything. We don't go into anything. Um, Home inspectors, two and three hours at your house. If the home inspector tells you you need a lot of things done because that's the city zoning code, do it. But the, the, the biggest urban, and, and then a lot of sellers who are getting ready to sell, they tell the real estate broker, oh, we're not going FHA. We're not going to rebuild our house. Guess what, everybody? It's urban myth. And, that the, and, and sometimes appraisers call for repairs because I don't know for sure, but it's been out there that typically appraisals are 450 A lot of appraisers work for appraisal management companies. They're getting paid 310 325 and they don't think they're making enough, so they'll call for a lot of repairs so they can go back out for $125 reinspection fee. Hey, Randy, can you address the, pe- uh, the peeling paint situation? Oh, here's another one. Uh, this just happened about a month and a half ago. The, the lender said, Randy, we no longer, ha- no longer have this appraiser with us, and so we're closing. Go out and do the final inspection. I said, what was it? Well, it was a shed that the appraiser said it had peeling paint. You had to scrape it, prime it, and then paint it. I said, how old is the shed? Five years old. How old's the house? 10? I said, no, that's not a health and safety issue. If you have lead-based, you cannot buy lead-based paint since 1979. You can't manufacture it. You can't find it. You can't even put it on a house. It doesn't exist. If your house was built before 1978 and it was peeling paint, you do have to remediate that. That's probably lead-based and you have to fix it. But a lot of people are calling for peeling paint repairs or appraisers, and there's no health issue if it's peeling paint on a house um, it's 5, 10, 15 years old. Uh, so if somebody calls for repairs and you question it, call me. Randy Barcella, 708-870-9400, 708-870-9400. Here's what I want you to ask if you're a realtor or homeowner. If there's a list of repairs, you tell the appraiser to copy and paste the paragraphs and sentences in the HUD guideline handbook that says you have to do it and you're going to do it. But nine out of 10 times, these are cosmetic repairs. And the point of this whole topic here today, there is no FHA inspector, okay? And FHA does not call for repairs. Get your house inspected thoroughly by a home inspector. They know what's right and wrong about the house. FHA simply is an insurer of the loan. Hey, we're coming up to a quick break. Oh, my gosh, where did this hour go? You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning. 8 to 9 a.m. We'll be right back. Now, back to Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Parcella. Like heaven and earth can't take my eyes off of you. You're too good to be true. I can't sing at all, but I can dance. Welcome back, everybody, to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and... uh, we just got done with an incredible segment uh, that's really eye-opener about dispelling urban myths. And the whole point of the last segment, you can listen tomorrow to the show again. Monday, get out there and listen to the podcast of our show on realestatereveal.com. You can listen to my segment, all of ours again. But I, I dispelled the myths of reality. Just because you're going FHA does not mean uh, there's an FHA inspector that comes out and they're going to call for a lot of repairs. Because there is no FHA inspector. There hasn't been for 24 years. And FHA does not call for repairs. But Paula Avenham, 
uh, the premier real estate broker from at Properties North Shore brought up, Randy, there's a stigma going on. Uh, the seller sees that the buyer's gonna, an FHA. They're like, oh, my God, we're going to have problems. That's an FHA person. Right, Paula? Yeah, I'm like, it's, it's terrible. They just have this. It's like, you're, like you said, the urban myth. They are just not educated in that or some, they heard some weird story. Here's the deal, everybody. You're a buyer, and that person that's buying your house is a buyer. They're not an FHA thing or mm-hmm. a VA or a conventional buyer. You're a buyer, and you know what? 53% of my appraisal are FHA. You know why? A lot of these millennials are getting in because they know they can get in with 3.5% down, sometimes negotiate the closing costs. It's a great way to get into a house. Absolutely. Wow, just some great information. And like I said, if you missed any part of today's show, I have videos of every of Paula, Pat, Mark. Go to Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. Uh, Real Estate Revealed uh, on Facebook. I've got videos of everybody today. We and, need a video of you dancing, Randy. <laughs> oh, no, that's on realestaterevealed.com. Yeah, yeah, okay, there we go. Today. All right, if you go to realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com, click on Photo Gallery at the top. I have all the last three years' worth of photos of everybody, and there's a few videos of me dancing. I love to dance. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, there's biographies and testimonies. It's a free library of three years' worth of shows of your favorite topics. And so that's how the show was brought about, everybody. Keep your emails and texts coming in because we don't ever sell you anything on the show. We bring you valuable content and information to make your life stress-free going through the mortgage market, the real estate market, the investment market, the appraisal market. And so, wow, uh, yes. And um, you know what? i got to thank some of the other uh, co-hosts who are not here, but they'll be here next week. Sandra Wright, realtor from Chicago Properties. Vincent Arricchio, the premier commercial and residential attorney. Brad Heddock, owner of Commercial Lending X. Teresa Mueller, broker owner of the Trellian Real Estate Group. Uh, Gary Broner, certified financial planner with Country Financial. Kim Alden, realtor and principal at Compass. Lena Metteria, realtor from Ed Properties in Orland Park. And, of course, Pete Weldon, our great uh, producer here. And you know what? If you see me on Facebook, you know I like to post a lot of inspirational quotes. And here's a topic that I think everybody can really um, associate with or relate to. Uh, it's about drop it. And uh, let go and move forward. You see a lot of negative things happen to all of us in our past. But you won't live a victorious life if you're always reliving what didn't work out. You see, carrying all this baggage that just weighs you down from 20 years ago, 20 minutes ago. uh, I, I got a lot of people that I know that will never be flying on an airplane to travel because they got 27 bags they're carrying with them all the time. You just got to let go because... You just don't want to be bitter anymore. Be better. Let go and move forward. You know what? And also stop looking through that little rearview mirror. Look in front of you, that big front windshield. You've got a lot of opportunity and favors in your future, and, and, and it's really exciting to know that. And so, uh, yeah, just let go and move forward. And also, too, you know what? And this is true. Everybody has feelings about everything. And you know what? I've learned that people will forget what you said People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. It's true. Once you leave a person that you just met, it's a good feeling you have. So be good to yourself, be good to others, and tell someone each day that you love them. You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Thank you so much for making us your Sunday habit. I can't wait to see you here back next week, Sunday morning, on AM 560, The Answer.